This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Welcome back to the Patriots Dynasty Podcast, one of the only podcasts dedicated to rewatching every game of the Patriots Dynasty era. I'm your host, Andy Brown. With me tonight, as always, are my trusty brothers. Um, not trustworthy, but trusty. Especially that Greg Brown. What's the difference? Yeah. How did you say, as always, as if like Greg is here all the time? I mean, he has been lately. Yeah. This season, I, I don't think either game. of you have missed a game, right? I'm not going to fact check that. I didn't. Because we don't do that anymore either. I didn't watch <laughs> last week for the first time in forever. I did watch this one, though. Yeah. Most of it. But, yeah, but you've you've both been here for all of these, at least. Guess I have PTSD yeah. from Greg would only show up once every five times. <laughs> that was years ago. <laughs> this whole lenient scheduling has been a it's been a godsend. Yeah, it has. Because we've only we're only showing up now when all of us can actually do it. That's so. a good point. Thank God for that baby. Yeah. <laughs> Kids it's really saving my ass. <laughs> uh-huh yeah he's, he's putting a crimp on my style but i didn't have much style to begin with so it's all good speaking of babies huh steve <laughs> what andy's being a baby he's complaining oh. about me <laughs> he's being nice Greg. stressful got him. speaking of babies this week we are talking about uh that cleveland browns and their front office being big old babies firing their head coach midway through the season uh, Butch something or other. What the fuck was his name? Cassidy. That's that, that was, that's what I thought. Those I didn't say. Yeah, Butch Davis <laughs> no, got fired uh, midweek this week before uh, the game. So Terry Rubisky is in his. Um, he's getting his second shot at being an interim head coach, which you don't often hear people getting more than one shot at that. And Never heard of him. Terry, real hmm? quick, guys passed on by the commentators. This will be a winning team in fairly short order. <laughs> I, I wrote the exact same thing. Uh, yeah, this will be a winning team in fairly short order. They're going to do this right. This, they're going to do this the right way. And this is 2004. So uh, it'll happen soon, I'm sure. Well, what are their <laughs> records? like? Uh, coming into this game, they are 3-8. and eight. Um, oh, I'm in out seasons here. This season they will finish four and twelve on this season in two thousand four. Six and ten, four and twelve, ten and six. Mm. Ooh. Four and twelve, five and eleven, five and eleven, four and twelve, five and eleven, four and twelve, seven and nine, three and thirteen, one and fifteen, oh and sixteen. So short order. <laughs> Getting there. So oh, seven, ten and six. Well, the Browns just won a, a playoff game, right? This last year. It's all a blur. Uh, I thought they lost a playoff game. I thought they won that one. Didn't they like to the to Pittsburgh, right? With Kelly Holcomb. No, I mean like this past year they they won a playoff game. No, twenty twenty they lost in the divisional round. So yeah, so they won their wild card game, I think, I against somebody. Um, and that was their first win since um, Bill Belichick was their head coach. Back in the fact, this is Terry's only shot at it. He gets replaced next year by who? Uh, 
it doesn't matter. You, you're asking me about Browns coaches. Well, he's a Patriots coach in this game. Oh, um, uh, Romeo Cornell. Yep. Yeah. And he doesn't um, last very long either. This off season is when he leaves for them. And then Charlie Weiss goes to Notre Dame soon after. Year after. Uh, the same season, I thought. Yeah. Um, but they actually showed the stat at the beginning of this that Cleveland led the series uh, 12 games to seven. Yeah. Um, but uh, as it stands now, they are currently tied at 13 to 13. No way. Because, um, yes, the Browns have only won one game. Peyton Hillis. That is correct. Who was the head coach? Uh, uh, Mangini. Correct. Nicely oh, done. <laughs> yep. I can barely remember that game. Mm-hmm. And I believe that game, um, the Patriots kicker was injured. And so do you know who kicked the extra points? That was Wes Walker. Correct. Nicely yeah. done. 2010. I just looked it up. I remember that. Mm-hmm. On, it's on patsdynasty.com. That is correct. You can you can look at all this stuff. There's actually, um, I did a solo episode when you two weren't here about Wes Welker's uh, <laughs> game that go? on the Dolphins. I need to listen to that thing. It oh, went way too. better than having you here. I'm not going to lie. It was also oh, yeah. like, did you feel for weird? You or for everybody listening? Uh, it was actually one of the more popular ones that we put out. So both. Was it on a it was, game? Yeah. Yeah. It was about um, when the Patriots, it was 2003 when the Patriots played the Dolphins um, to set the streak of most wins in a row that they broke oh. the Dolphins streak from. But the story of the game was Wes Welker was um, their full-time kicker because their kicker pulled a hammy in uh, warmups. So oh, yeah, he, yeah. When he was on the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he was doing kickoffs. He was doing uh, extra points. And yeah, I, I don't think that. he kicked a field goal, but yeah. So his first ever point scored in the NFL was an extra point in that game. So how so how did this, you're you're doing it yourself and yeah. you're talking into the abyss? How is that? I never really asked a bunch of questions. How long is yeah. it? Uh, it's a lot shorter than these ones that we do because I don't have to put up with you fuckers. <laughs> But like, I could see you just droning on for like 45 minutes and saying that's a lot shorter. I mean, yeah, it went, it went for, uh, it was over half an hour. It was like 35, 40 minutes after I took out all the silence. <laughs> Sociopath shit right there. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Andy just like in a fucking, in a basement, just hey, talking hey, hey, to hey, himself hey, about hey. a 2004 Patriots game. <laughs> hey, I did it in my bedroom. <laughs> Thank you. Against the Dolphins, Wes Walker kicked an extra point. <laughs> It's fucking great. Crazy, dude. Crazy. You're a nutcase. You're welcome. All right. So, uh, a little bit more about this Cleveland Browns football team. I will do the talking about it. Because Why can't I? Too. I got notes. Uh, all right. So, Steve, uh, do you think Gregory watched the game? Absolutely not. Do you think he watched the highlights? Um, Probably. <laughs> All right, Greg, so let's hear your notes. I watched the highlights. Mm-hmm. Okay. I looked at uh, Luke McCown. Mm. I did some digging about him. This His is uh, first ever NFL start, start in this game. The, the lesser of the McCown brothers, if you can believe that. <laughs> Every time I hear McCown, I just think of apples. And he still played till 34 years old. Goodness. Dude, he played 13 seasons in the NFL. He only started 10 games in his whole career. <laughs> oh, he's one of those. Okay. He threw, 
He he played for the 13 seasons and threw nine total touchdowns. All <laughs> nine of them were in his first two years. Holy shit! No way. <laughs> and he made 17 million dollars over his career. So what more than a million dollars a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, that ain't bad. Dude, this how guy's many, living the fucking many, dream. How much per like pass attempt is he making? It's a good question. I'm sure we could figure it out. I bet it's more than your yearly salary. tens of thousands I, I of bet. dollars for sure. 356 yeah. passing attempts. He said 17 million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do the math, Steve. Uh, no, I got a calculator for that. Yeah, well, that's what I meant. What that's Siri. What? I'm going to call 365. 46K each. <laughs> wow. Love it. That's not bad. I mean, in this game, how many attempts did he have? Uh, too many, and also not enough. We'll just get this out of the... So, the, the Browns team coming in... A lot of money this game. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Browns coming in this game... A million and a half dollars this game. Damn, that's not too bad. <laughs> I love that. I mean, in this game, he probably earned it. Um, your first game ever going against the 2004 New England Patriots defense with an interim head coach is uh, a tough ask. He did okay. He hung in there. He actually had better numbers than Brady at the half. Brady did not play very well. He was also losing 21-7 at the half. But um, it felt closer than that. I, felt. I disagree. I thought, the game, I thought the game sort of turned on that scoop and score to make it 28-7. So the first play. So, yeah, so here, let, let's, let's just run down this real quick. Um, so, but before we get to that, the, the, I think we talked about it last week because the highlights were part of the, the game that we watched, the video, um, where it was that shootout was the second highest scoring game ever in NFL history. All right. Between these Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Browns scored 48 points and got outscored by two scores mm. and lost 58-48. I watched the, the 15 minutes extended highlights of that game. The Browns did not look like they were a team that scored 48 points. They were was awful. It- was it um it wasn't McCown though, right? It was Holcomb. Right. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't McCown. I think McCown ended up in there like at the end of it or someone. They had somebody else in at the end. I can't remember who it was. This is his first Garcia? Start, his first they, touchdown. Yeah. He was a fourth round pick. They're saying he was like uh as high as a number two quarterback in the country coming out of high school. Who was McCown? Yeah, Luke McCown. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. He played a bunch I mean, of, he had like a bunch of NCAA like top five records or yards and yeah he he didn't want to he got recruited by Oklahoma and Florida State but he ended up at Louisiana Tech which wow. like it's not even that local for him he's from Texas so I don't even understand that it's like maybe maybe his family I think it might be a Christian thing uh, another big uh, God squatter so that might have had something to do with it that could be it yeah like Texas is or Oklahoma isn't. But Greg, you you touched on something here um, schools. about the the Browns quarterback situation this year. Yeah, they uh, started a bunch of guys, right? They started three players. Jeff Garcia started the most games. Started ten games. Went three and seven. Notable gay athlete, one of the best ever. Really, Jeff Wait, Garcia? <laughs> no, remember Terrell Owens? No, no. What? Like started started a rumor that Jeff Garcia was gay, even though he wasn't. Just really? he didn't like Jeff Garcia, yeah. Oh man, 
Was this when he was on the 49ers or after? I think it was like as he was pushing his way out the door. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a way to get your way out the door. Ridiculous, do dude. And Jeff Garcia was like, what the fuck? Poor Jeff Garcia. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so he he was the main starter. Um, I don't know if he was battling injuries or what, but he also only threw 10 touchdowns and nine interceptions in 10 games. Um, and then Luke McCown was our second leading quarterback. Started four games, including this one, went 0-4. Uh, four touchdowns, seven interceptions. And then Kelly Holcomb is the wild card. He started two games, went one and one. One of those games was the game against the Bengals where he threw for 413 yards, five touchdowns, and two picks. And he ended the season with um, seven touchdowns and five interceptions. So that second game didn't go so great. Two, two TDs, three interceptions? Yeah. Um, so... Not a great look when you're starting three quarterbacks who all have similar numbers. Um, this is just a bad team. And the, the, nobody I know on their defense, the whole roster, except for Ebenezer Ekubon. Yeah. He barely played. He wouldn't even a starter at this point. I recognize Robert Griffith, but I always picture him as a Viking. I didn't know he played on the Browns. Oh, yeah. Okay. The third? Nope. No, the first. Oh, God. But the, their leading rusher was um, somebody named Lee Suggs. What? Sorry to interrupt. Can I? I looked up the statements from Terrell Owens. Oh, okay. okay. It's bad. Is it? <laughs> First of all, it's in an interview with Playboy. <laughs> oh, of course it is. And he said, like my boy tells me, if it looks like a rat and smells like a rat, by golly, it's a rat. <laughs> When discussing his sexu- when discussing Garcia's sexuality. Oh boy! Yikes, dude! Yikes! Yeah, rat. Not, it could be taken out of context, but so I'd like to see the whole. Also, know, like, isn't this supposed to be a duck? Discussing his sexuality. If it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, like, why are you going with rat, man? Yeah, rat. I don't that's even think cool. that's yeah. And do, like rats have a distinct smell. <laughs> I couldn't totally. tell you what a rat smells like. And it's, it's not even smell, right? If it looks like a duck, if it quacks, it like, quacks a duck, like a duck, yeah, it's a duck. Yeah, yeah, that's a weird one there. Yeah. All right. Imagine if someone did that in today's day and age. Oh my god! When I'm Playboy and outed a straight guy as a quarterback, <laughs> yeah, and comparing and, it to a rat, yeah, that yeah. still works fine. <laughs> Twitter would have a meltdown. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Apparently, Garcia is just taking the high road the whole time, though. Good for him. Yeah. Guy. I mean, you kind of have. Like, he what, he what got in trouble say? recently. Did you hear he got in trouble? No. Jeff Garcia? Yeah. For what? He got he got mad at uh, Mina Kimes, ESPN. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he, like, made that argument of, like, I forget who she was criticizing, but he was like, if you've never played the sport. Oh, that was him. Yeah. 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 And then everybody just came for uh, came for his throat. Oh, they piled on, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm getting canceled for this shit. To called me gay and Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too true. I'm married. I got kids. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you want to tell you, Jeff? It looks like a rat. Smells like a rat. <laughs> uh, hey, Jeff, you know what a rat smells like? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so uh, the only the only name I did recognize on this team was William Green, the running back, because yeah, he played BC at BC. Legends. Exactly, yeah. We actually talked about him last week. Oh, that's right, we did. He, he was a bust. He was a first-round pick. Was he really? Yep, 16th overall. Oof. I think he 
I mean, he might have been good. He was just stuck on the Browns. Well, yeah, I mean, he had some pretty crazy stats in college. Yeah, he was like the only BC name I, I remember had, knowing growing in, up. In 10 games, he had almost 1,600 yards and 15 wow. touchdowns. That's not bad. Pretty in decent. Game, he games. averaged 2.7 yards per carry. Yeah. 17 carries, 46 yards. As opposed to Corey Dillon, who rushed for 100 yards in the first half. Peaches. No, excuse me. You ran for 98 yards in the first half. Um, and then you didn't see him at all in the third quarter. They had somebody named um, Whoa. Uh, Cedric Cobbs. Yeah. Who the fuck was that? I remember that. I, that name jumped out to me. No idea. Really? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember uh, Cedric Cobbs. Neither. Huh. But. So. So back to William Green real quick. Okay. So this is last season during his 2000, his 2003 season was fraught with turmoil after a good start uh, to the year. He was arrested for drunk driving and marijuana possession Uh and notoriously seen wearing one shoe and one sock during the arrest. (laughs) And then he got a four game suspension for that. While under suspension, Green's fiance Asia Gray stabbed him in the back during a <gasps> domestic dispute. The wow. league extended his suspension through the end of the season for treatment purposes. So he's coming off that year. <laughs> All right. So you can see how it would take him a little while to like get ramped back up. You know, they're only 13 games into this season. It's no big deal. Ugh, he ran a four eight five. 40-yard dash. That guy's not making the NFL in today's league. No. Mm. He's a first-round pick. Well, he wouldn't be a first-round pick in today's league, that's for sure. No, not a 4-8. Pats had 50 carries in this game, four and a half yards of carry. Oh, yeah. This was this was the epitome of, like, Pats beating up on a bad team. Like, they didn't look like they even had to break a sweat because this game literally started. I'm telling you, played pretty good at the beginning. The first it was half. over. No, it was over 30 seconds in. The Patriots, Bethel Johnson returned the opening kickoff for touchdown, and the game was over. Like, that was it. For them, for the first half, they played them to a 14-7. Brady uh, 21-7. Well, to take out the kick return touchdown. After that one play, it was 14-7 and a half. Yeah, then, except like, score to, you can to say that, game. but yeah, it was a 90, what, 3, 95-yard kickoff return, and then their next um, oh, Patriots' the next scoring stopped. drive was a 96-yard scoring drive where they just, like, ran it at will. And then they did it again and started. It was, like, a 78-yard scoring drive. And it's just, like, they were just doing kind of what they wanted. And then there was a few, like, random mistakes, like uh, Corey Dillon had a fumble Yep, on one of the drives. I should have thrown a couple of interceptions in there. Yeah. But it was just, like, I mean, the, the interception was just, like, you know, garbage time. Yeah. Trying to get in a in a field goal range and whatever. Didn't really matter. But they went for it on fourth and down with a Patrick pass fucking run. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. And they didn't run it with Corey Dillon randomly. Yeah, they're from the 30. And I think Corey Dillon's hurt in this game because hmm. so they said that last carry and he doesn't come back for the whole the rest of the thing. That's what I'm saying. He didn't come back for the second half. Well, he came back to get his two yards because he, he finished a half at 98. And so we had like one run to start the fourth quarter to make sure he got his 100-yard game, and then he, they pulled him again. Mm. <laughs> it's probably a bonus for that. 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he's probably lobbying Bill Belichick to get back in there just so he can get the. You avoid that, Kevin Falk at 87 yards, pretty close to 100. Kevin Falk has some good runs in this game. Cedric, Cedric Cobb, Cobb, not so much. He had 29 on 16 carries, though. This is what I'm saying. He looks like a poor man's Corey Dillon. Yeah, he was not, not very good. Yeah, but this is, you know, this is a, a great three phases game for you, Greg. Mm, I know yep. you're a big fan of that. Welcome. I am. They had the kickoff return, started the game for a touchdown. Corey Dillon had a couple of touchdown runs. Falk had a touchdown run. Brady had a beautiful deep shot to Patton on third and 22 for 44 yard touchdown. That was this. They ran in the play before he missed it. Brady missed it. Yep. Run it again. Exactly. Fuck it. Do it again. Yeah. And, uh, and that was definitely just that. As soon as that happened, uh, I stopped keeping track of drives and stuff. I just wrote garbage time because that was literally the beginning of garbage time. Um, and then the Patriots also started the second half with um, William Green fumbling and uh, Randall Gay returning it for touchdown to start the blowout. That Did you see the play by McGinnis on that play? Yeah. <laughs> That's sweet. Commentators were shitting on McGinnis for like holding Commentators were like, all over it. He was like, like, what happened first. He saw the guy Explain what happened first. Pick him off, so he's like, no, yeah. let me get in front of you so I can block that guy. And Greg. Then yeah, well, Greg, explain what happened. Yeah, so who, Randall Gay picks up the fumble and like McGinnis is like two yards behind him, yeah. and he grabs Randall Gay by the jersey and kind of like yanks behind, yanks him back behind Willie so he can yeah. get in front and lead block, and he does a good job. He blocks him and Randall Gay then scores. So it's kind of like it looked weird, but I think yeah. But the co- the commentators were basically ripping on McGinnis, saying you know if he hadn't done that, Randall Gay would have been able to just like outrun everybody anyway. And it would have been a whole lot. It's a 30 yard return instead of a 50 yard return. Cause and Gay had to cut it back like, all the way across the field. Like, okay, rookie, I want yeah. you to run 50 yards instead of 30. Yeah, it's like that, that was his way of hazing. Like, I, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think you haze in the middle of a football game, bud. Yeah. Uh, That's a dumb crazy. take. Oh, very dumb. This was also the same commentator that said if the Patriots were a Swiss Army knife, do you know how many attachments they'd have? Mm. To which the other guy said, a lot. So riveting said, stuff from these guys. They also said, here's Don Davis at safety. And they're yeah. talking about the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. No, it, no, that, that was legit. I yeah. know. The, the, the amount of no-name defensive backs on this 2014 is ridiculous. Oh, well, that's because Don Davis is a linebacker. But the Patriots came, and this is something I want to touch on, too, is the versatility. That, Don Davis is a linebacker. I didn't even know who Don Davis is. Right. <laughs> and he's not a small linebacker. He was a big dude. Because they were all big linebackers back then. But they decided yeah, he's number 51. And he's starting at deep safety because the Patriots decided, you know, uh, Luke McCown starting in his first game with the interim coach, all the turmoil happening. And the uh, Browns can't throw it deep over the middle. So, like, you know what? We're going to put a linebacker back there because then he can step up to stop the run game because we have literally zero fear of – this Browns team throwing it deep down the middle. And it worked okay. perfectly. Counterpoint. His Dennis other Marshall. option was Dexter Reed. And he says, wow, these guys both fucking suck. Who cares? <laughs> Dexter Reed. Well, Dexter Reed had a, a forced fumble in this game. He did. A, that was a good strip. strip yeah. Fumble. Yeah. Earthwind Moreland's out there. Oh, yeah. This Troy Brown. Gay. Making plays. Yeah. Troy Brown plays a lot out there. <laughs> Troy Brown, I think, probably played more defensive back in this game. Got an interception, right? Not in this game. Not in this game. No. 
He did have he did have a uh, a big big time play though. That was gonna be. Are you mine. sure? I'm pretty sure he has an interception in this game. Trey Brown. Did you guys miss that one? Yes. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I must have missed. Did he really? <laughs> Look at this. Motherfucker. Well, well, well. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch the fourth quarter. Yeah, fourth quarter. Well, now I have to go back and watch it. I got to see that Troy Brown interception. And a fumble recovery? That was on the punt. Oh, yeah, on the punt. That's right, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, even I turned this game off. It was such a blowout. So we're going to have to go back well, and watch that and make sure we get that because Troy Brown interceptions are a big fucking deal. Old Uncle Greg. <laughs> oh, you don't watch the game, Greg? You didn't watch the game, Greg. Yeah, you never watched the game, Greg. But he also... Uh, made the tackle on the fourth down play that was uh, inside the red zone. Yeah, in the second quarter. It was a classic Troy Brown game. He, he crushes it. Yeah, and he had some punt returns, you know, a couple catches. No big deal, just Troy Brown being Troy Brown. And uh, yeah, and there was a punt that uh, it bounced short and hit Randall Gay in the back of the legs that he recovered as well. Nice heads up play. You know, typical Troy Brown shit. That's why he's uh, that's why we're the Troy Brown fan club on this this podcast. Fan the t-shirts and everything. Lightly, we're the Troy Brown stands. Troy Brown stands. I don't know. Isn't that like a thing that you call someone a stan when they're very? Uh huh. Yep. The K-pop thing, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. It seems like it would be a K-pop sort of thing. Have you seen K-pop? Not really. More than like five seconds. It's crazy. <laughs> How much K-pop have you watched? <laughs> I watched like a performance. I came across oh. one of that really popular group. How B- BTS? B- BTS. Yeah. Oh, I've heard. There's of like that. twelve of them. They're oh, they're okay. a huge group, and they all sound like they're like prepubescent boys. Are they pre-pre-bethan boys? Are they actually singing? It's hard to tell because you know how Asian people always look younger. Not yep. to generalize, but yeah. Yeah, they age well. The they're incredible people. singers. Their voices and they're like great performers. It's not really my type of music, but like I'm like, okay, I could see why people like this, but it's it's like it's out there. <laughs> I, I, was, I would think it's similar to like original InSync and yeah, 98 degrees. No, way more skilled, way more talented than that. Yeah, it's really? I, I would put it on par with like uh, a glee performance, right? Like those high okay. school musical okay. where it's like, yeah, they're really good singers and they're good performers, but it's very campy and very mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's like very scripted, very. Yeah. Yeah. Too yeah. Cheery for me. Way too cheery. That's what it is. Yeah. They're all like Tell smiling, about it. like in a good mood. It's like they're way too much fun right now. I'm not about that. <laughs> there is a. Uh, uh, artist band, I'm not sure, called Baby Metal, which is Baby kind of metal? K-pop and heavy metal put together. Yeah, yes. wow. interesting. So the internet was upset that Rob Zombie posted a picture with them. Really? Mm, a lot of people were saying they're not metal. Rob Zombie, local local guy, Kirkland Haverhill. Really? Mm-hmm. Godsmack was local. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, they, uh, him and his brother, who is the lead singer of lead vocalist, I should say, singer is a strong word of Power Man 5000. That's right. I thought it was called Haverhill. Shut up, Steve. Haverhill. <laughs> uh, 
Twexbury. It's always the best I one. Worcester. Yeah. Gloucester. Yeah, so these commentators, I don't know. Who was it? It was Randy Cross and somebody else. Don Cricky, maybe? I don't know. I, I would call this the B team. Kevin Harlan. Kevin Harlan? Okay. okay. Uh, but they were amazed at the versatility of the Patriots. Um, Troy Brown playing defensive back. They literally called it out every time he was out there, which is good on them. Uh, the Don Davis playing free safety, and also he lined up at defensive end at 1.2 as a linebacker, so he just didn't play linebacker. Um, there was one play where both Richard Seymour and Mike Vrabel reported as eligible um, on one of the Corey Dillon touchdowns. And then Christian Fourier knocked down the Hail Mary at the end of the first half. And they were ecstatic about this. Hey, they that's a good point. That's a lot of players playing cross positions. Oh, yeah. Way more than you see very often, This, especially this day and age, you know? Well, when's the last Seymour time you've seen somebody play both sides of the ball? Seymour was plowing people on that goal line. He, was, he just hmm. he made that touchdown. Table's yeah. a threat he, on there because he's already got like six TDs as a tight end. Yeah. Did you hear Belichick talk about the? Someone asked him about the long snapper, and whether you needed a, a roster spot for a long snapper. Oh, yeah. He's like, couldn't you just train like a regular offensive lineman to do that job? No. And he and he gave him like a like ten minute response, <laughs> and it's actually pretty interesting. It always is. He, he talked about how like the league has evolved and that people have tried that, and then they. Ultimately, you know, came down how decisions got made and which players like set precedents and that everyone kind of followed those. It was it was pretty cool. I love that shit. He's a smart he son does. of a bitch when he gets going. Oh, I love when he gets going on something like that. Cause he does. He talks yeah. for like 10, 15 minutes. And I just wish he would do that more often. Cause like I feel like it's like a mood thing where sometimes people ask him like questions. I'll be like, Oh, that's an interesting question. Yeah. And he'll still just shut it down. Yeah. So it's I like, feel like he's 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 more open to answering them lately past few yeah, seasons got more effusive okay more occasionally Ooh, Steve. you like that that's an yeah. word yeah i, I like went points. to school but if you were like hey bill what's the what's the patriots theory in off season here like compared to last year because obviously there's a big difference right he's not going to answer that question well no because there's a competitive advantage to be gained right yeah he doesn't want to what his strategy is yeah yeah, it's all like strategy, and you, just, you know, mm-hmm. he's got. But when you're saying, "Look, in the context of NFL history, why do you like left-footed punters more?" Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. there we go. You know. Yeah, and you go off about spin rate and mm-hmm. people catching it aren't used to it coming at them. Does that not give someone else a competitive advantage if they then go after left? You know. At that point, when he answered that, it's pretty known. No, everyone knew he loves left-footed punters. He yeah. loves his left-footed punters. So they all started copying him, anyways. And also, I don't think there's enough left-footed punters for it to make that much of a difference. I think it's left-footed punters are like it's another like checkbox to tick off. I don't think it's like he's only looking for left-footed punters, you know? Uh, speaking of that, how did Johnny Hecker not end up on the Patriots? Has he been signed? Yes. By whom? I don't remember. Well, did you hear about this kid from college? Yes. Punt God? The punt God, that's right. <laughs> Who just basically has said, fuck everything except for distance and punt it 80 yards no. every time. No. Yeah, that's his main no. thing. Yeah, but he's he's good at everything. 
Hecker to the Panthers. Like his like pin down punts are like really good too. He's like way above the percentile for that stuff. He's just like the best punter that's ever punted <laughs> by oh, any like him. metric or mo- you know, it's crazy. That's so what are the odds? Jack Mason for a fifth round pick, so we can go get this guy. Yeah, yeah, is he going to be available in the fifth round? Pick? Yeah, I think people are going to take him before that. I think so too. I mean, if you think about Hecker, Hecker is worth like fifth round pick is a guy that, like might make your team. Johnny Hecker is more important to the Rams the past decade than you know their backup guard or whatever. You know, like the I mean, punter yeah. is well, kind of important. Oh, crack. You're sounding a lot like Bill Belichick right now. Are you sure? Well, are you I'm just all right, buddy. <laughs> I thought you don't give a shit about special teams. It's true. I'm really drinking the Kool Aid right now. I'm just hyped about Punt God. <laughs> oh, man. So, what are the odds that he, he ends up on the Patriots? I think um, again, if we draft him with the pick we traded Shaq Mason for, it's going to get roasted. You gave up a guard for a punter. Fucking right. But Greg's right. Yeah. Can you I want name to see where they're they're projecting him? Can you name That's, the punter who was drafted in the first round? Tom Tupa. He's a first round pick. Tom Tupa? Yeah. Was he drafted as a punter? I thought he was drafted as a no. quarterback, but then he converted. Maybe, to but he's a punter too. Tom Tupa can do everything. Tom Tupa did do everything. Tom wasn't Tom Tupa the first player ever to score a two point conversion, I think. You might be right. As a holder for the Cleveland Browns under Bill Belichick. How about who that drafted, for some... Who drafted a punter first round? Uh, Oakland Raiders. They drafted Ray Guy, 23rd player chosen, 1973. Oh, Remember Ray Guy? Yeah, yep. Was, Dude was a fucking punter. He was the original punt god. Mm. Punt god mm. ran a, a 4.72, 40. Okay. That's fast with Tom Brady. It's He's projected than, uh, fifth round. Oh, so oh, that Shaq yeah. Mason pick is definitely going to the punk god. Let's go, baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> faster than Willie Green, right? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> oh, man. There's only been one punt in the NFL since 2014 that has traveled 80 yards. Arieza did it twice last season. <laughs> I don't know who that is. That, that's the, the punk god. He put 39 punts inside the opponent's 20-yard line, averaged 52 yards per punt, and set pretty much every record you could imagine. Yeah. This People guy are watching rules. his college games just to see him punt. He's going to the Jets then. That's where he can really <laughs> fucking shine. <laughs> oh, man. No, he's going to Jacksonville. Like kicker that uh, Tampa Bay drafted. Oh, um, from Florida State. <laughs> Roberto, some other. Yeah, yeah. And they had uh blanket shit. They had the HBO show that mm-hmm. year. And we just watched him like just mentally collapse in front of our <laughs> eyes every week. It's crazy. It's crazy. Just yeah. And he was like a second round pick or something, right? And everybody roasted yeah. him like on draft day for it. Mm-hmm. Well, he was also like legit in college right? in the big moments too. Yeah, he was like one of the best <laughs> college kickers ever. And then he did absolutely nothing in NFL. He was terrible. Yeah. I think he came yeah. back. I think feel like he bounced back. He did, but I don't think he ever like stuck. No, he was more of a journeyman. Yeah, I think the Pages tried him out uh, before they settled on Nick Folk. I would have known because I wanted him bad. <laughs> Why? Steve. Why? 
Because he's got the sick rec specs, dude. That guy is the fucking. Oh, Blankenship. Ron's not Blankenship. No, we're not talking about him. Oh, damn it. I want it. Blankenship is the man. Yeah. He is the fucking man. Sucks that Cole's got him. They went, they have some good kickers. Benetary and then Blanket Shit. And uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Jerk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of which, this is the year that um, Manning is on pace to break Dan Marino's uh, touchdown pass record. That's right. They had a little graphic in this game about it because mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about that, I guess. Yeah, I think he was four behind or something. Does he break it in 2004? It's a good question. Marino's record was 48 and Brady got 50 in 07. Yeah, but then Manning got 50. Five, one, like a couple yeah. years later, yeah, like 2010 or 11. Is that still the record? Yes, Manning still has that record. Um, let's see, 55 in 2013. Um, Peyton Manning, the Denver Broncos. What did he get in 04? Did he actually break Marino's? Or that's what I'm trying to find. 2004, Peyton Manning threw 49, which was the most. Yeah, that's it. Beating uh, Marino by one, he threw 48. And then Brady beat him by one. And then 07, Brady threw 50. Then 2013, Manning threw 55. That 50th touchdown pass from Brady will, ever, will always stick in my mind. Oh, yeah. That was, the same, that was another, run it again. You it know? really was, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to see these, like the most touchdown passes in a year. Um, Jesus, the lowest. Wow. The lowest since 19. No, that's still lower than that. How far back? Do we have to go back to 1992. Steve Young led the league uh, with 25 touchdown passes for the 49ers. Did it again in 93 with 29. The next time somebody would win it with less than 30 was Tom Brady in 2002 with 28. Kind of a you low. You the league in touchdowns? 2002, yeah, with 28 How touchdowns. You make the Pro Bowl. I missed the playoffs. But, yeah. That's when Tom uh, said, I don't care about individual stats. All I give a shit about is winning. That's crazy. Now he's like, I don't care about retirement. All I care about is winning. Do you want to talk about this NFL offseason? Yep. The current it's, one? It's been ridiculous, yeah. We probably should touch on it. Yeah, it has been. There's, there ain't no more meat on this Browns bone. It's. Oh, yeah. No, there, there's. I mean, if you want to, if you like watching pages blowouts, this is the one for you because it, it is it literally over 30 seconds in. Three quarters, and then you got to fast forward to the trade round interception. And- Apparently, yeah, you got to go find that. But we'll, we'll put the highlight on the website so you can watch it there. Obviously. PatStyancy.com. Yeah, so Greg, do you want to you touch on uh, what are your thoughts on this free agency period of 2022? I say we power rank the moves. Yep. I think that's a good idea because there's so many that it's so like, many. yeah. Okay. What do you want to power rank them by? Most shocking yes the ones you didn't you were just like what yeah number one russell wilson yeah to the broncos let's just put them out let's just put them out there russell the broncos watson yeah. to the browns watson to the brown that's pretty sure rogers staying in green bay and then his wide receivers leaving Devonte adam leaving and mvs just left too hill leaving He'll leave Although the fins, yeah. That's a big one. Uh, Matt Ryan to the Colts. Yep. Carson Wentz to the Reds, to the hey, Commanders. Hey. Mar- Mariota to the Falcons. Mariota to the Falcons. <laughs> that that's not even a register on the Richter scale. Uh, 
Malcolm Butler back in the Patriots. Yes. Back. Quick question. Who do you think um, any more former Patriots come back? Trey Flowers, like, perhaps someone like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Flowers for sure. KVN. Like Van, Van Noy gets resigned. I wouldn't call Van Noy coming back since he. I thought Van Noy got cut. He did. He did. Oh. Do you see him coming back? Maybe. We'll find out next week. Gilmore. <laughs> Gilmore. Yeah, that was the other one. I could see Gilmore coming back. I could see Gilmore coming back too. Maybe. I think right, Gilmore wants a bag things? though. I don't think he's going to get a bag. That's the yes, problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's that pretty much covers it, right, Greg? Yeah, I mean, uh, Khalil Mack to the Chargers. That oh, one, yeah. like, is a huge yeah. move. J.C. Like, Jackson so, to the Chargers. Jason Jackson, Von Miller to the Bills. Oh, yeah. Right. That <laughs> happened. <laughs> that's a shit ton of money, too, for yeah. an aging Von Miller. But, yeah. What else? Um, so, to me, I think the the best offseason is the Bengals. You seen what they did? They Just stacked up their offensive, offensive line. Yeah. Dude, they stacked it. Yeah, Lyle Collins, Ted Karras, and that guy Kappa from Tampa Bay. That center, that's a fucking beast. Oh, we need uh, one more on this. I already mentioned it, though. Brady unretiring. Brady unretiring. <laughs> yeah. 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 Retired for 40 days. So, which yeah. one do you think? Which one do you have the highest expectations of? And which one do you think is well, going to Let's bomb? go shocking. Which one was the most shocking to you and least shocking? I think Wilson to the Broncos. Yeah, that was my biggest. Uh, I don't know moment. about that one. Because Watson, you kind of knew was coming back. Yeah, yeah, you knew Watson was going somewhere. The fact they went to the yeah. Browns was pretty shocking. Right. Yeah. But you also knew Wilson was sort of going somewhere too. Well, if, there's been a lot of smoke around that. There has been. Couple, yeah, but it was. It felt like similar smoke to Aaron Rodgers Adams where he did. just wanted more of a say. Mine is Hill. To the Dolphins. Yeah, that was a pretty huge one because I didn't nowhere. see that. Yeah. You didn't think he was like bitching about his contract. I think he's under contract for a couple more years. Like they did no need to move him. Then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah, it's between the Dolphins and the Jets. And then like half an hour later, they're like, yep, done. Yeah. <laughs> it happened really quick. Yeah. It really did. And just when you're like, you're just like, maybe settling down too. It was like, JK. <laughs> so let's talk about that one. What is the reason for the Chiefs to do that? Because they don't want to pay him when yeah, he comes due? I think yeah. because they can't really pay him when he comes due because of how much money they're paying Mahomes is what I'm... I don't know, but that doesn't make any sense because none of these contracts appear to hit a salary cap in any way. <laughs> like I... Uh, that I looked up Hill and what he what kind of hit he has for the Dolphins. It told me that he's a 3% cap hit this year. He's like 10th in the team. And he just well, signed, you can do signed that like year a, one because you have a shitload of signing bonus. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Because I think he had like $50 million or something uh, guaranteed at, as a signing bonus. But you can spread that signing bonus over the course of the contract, which is why you always see it get converted to, to a bonus. Because then you can just like in our group chat, Matt Ryan's cap hit this year combined across <laughs> both his teams is like 75 million. <laughs> yeah. But the yeah, Falcons between... are play, paying him 40 million, 40 million to play for the Colts. To not play. Yeah. They're playing Julio still 16 million to not play. <laughs> it's a ridiculous amount of cap. The and the Saints are just player. as bad. But the yeah. Saints did the whole the same thing, but they just kicked all of that can down the road to where they have like 
like only a handful of dollars left like next year already without having re-signed anybody no they're because they kicked everything down the road so that they could actually make room enough to sign um deshaun watson yeah they decided to go with the browns anyway they created a bunch of space for watson and all of a sudden he was like nah browns so i it almost feels like there's going to be a year where they just can't afford to pay 53 players to roster well that's why they had to let their left tackle go but people say that about the Rams, and they're just like, oh, yeah, they're just kicking the can down on the salary cap. And they yeah. re-signed Matt Stafford. They're talking about re-signing Aaron Donald. Yeah, but the are talking about re-signing Beckham. How can they afford that? I don't understand. The other, the they're other mortgaging the future. That the, the Patriots do that. They already did mortgage the future. It, it is the future now from when they first started <laughs> mortgaging it, and they're re-signing all their best players. I don't understand. Like the, the, the Rams and the Cowboys especially pay like their top players a shitload and then pay the rest of their team shit. Nothing. Right. I think that I, yeah, I think that's part of it is that they don't have they don't have the depth. So if they suffer from injuries, they're they're fucked. Yeah. Right. But that's, that's the opposite. They it's worked for don't them, have right? a ton of Money from the top guys, but they have a, a bunch of guys making six million. Yeah, yeah, they have the biggest middle class, and they got a lot of Rex Burkheads on their team. Right, exactly. Yeah, a lot of special teamers, right? The Justin Bethels and the Matthew Slaters and special teams guys. Because all three phases, yeah. right, Greg? You think Hill's going to be good on the Dolphins? It's a good question. It depends on how you feel about Tua. I don't know. I'm not super sold on him. Yeah, me either. At least you get to find out now. Yeah, 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 no excuses at this point. Do yeah, you think top left tackle and we traded for like the best receiver in the league last year? So you think the Chiefs will be good? So, well, here's a question: who has it? Who has a better statistical season, Hill or Devontae Adams? Adams. Adams. Okay, he's probably getting better balls, more target share, and I, I like. Oh, I, I think the uh, I just think the Raiders are a more complete offense. Because they have running back. I, I think Derek Carr can sling too. I think people exactly. underestimate how much he can actually gun sling. Mm-hmm. I think Josh yeah. is going to do well second time around. Right. It's also, yeah. If somebody can get the best out of a quarterback, it's probably him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike Daniel. Game. And who's their OC? Like, I don't even know who their OC is either. I don't know. I don't care. But so I, I made the mistake today because I, I, I've actually been driving to work. So I've run out of podcasts. So I, just had a quick drive to do this afternoon. So I turned on sports talk radio. Of course I do. Your Um, solo podcast. I don't listen to our podcast. I've heard it once. That's more than enough. You don't have to listen to us. If you listen to the solo one and you can just listen to yourself. (laughs) I do that. I just have that on repeat. Yeah. Um, But yes, I I made the mistake of turning on sports talk radio and they were talking about, um, how it's a given that Tom Brady is going to be traded to Miami. Miami. Miami right. Because there's rumors that Tom Brady is going to buy ownership stake mm-hmm. in the Dolphins or has already or something. And there was all that smoke around him. Uh, like Brian Flores was supposed to be like trying no, to tamper to get him to come. Legit. I take that as truth verbatim. That they're trying to recruit Brady and Flores said, no, fuck this. Yeah, probably. Flores, yeah, I could Flores see Brady probably would have been on the Dolphins and they would have made all these moves and he'd be on there. Maybe. But they're saying now that Brady doesn't want to play for Arians. And so it's basically a done deal that he's going to Miami. And how does Patriots fans think of that? So I will put Brady unretiring at the bottom of my 
surprise list. That and JC Jackson going somewhere and getting a bunch of money. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was the bottom. I was pretty surprised. I was a little surprised, I don't but know. not. I wasn't shocked. Was I was uninterested. Bottom. Is probably the word I would use. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, just yeah. happy that I'm not going through the izzy isn't he? You know. Oh uh, yeah, that's nice to not be a part. It of just that. sucks that he's entered the Brett Favre phase of his career. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's tough. I always thought he's better than that, but Von Miller to the Bills did surprise me too. They usually don't make big signings like that. Well, They're this is their it. window, right? Yeah. Yep. This is this is their chance. They got the AFC on the ropes, although <laughs> this is going to be a tough year for any team to come out of the AFC. Oh yeah. Which is another reason why I think Brady stays in the NFC because uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's him and who's he got to go through? Aaron Rodgers with no well. weapons. Yeah, the, that the, receiving car sucks now. The Falcons with no, I'm gonna say no quarterback. Marcus Mariota. The the Saints with no He's quarterback. No, Jameis. Uh, I'll stand by that. Panthers with Sam Darnold and Johnny Hecker. The Giants, right? With <laughs> no quarterback. Carson Wentz on the Commanders. Yeah. <laughs> That one is a guaranteed disaster. I, I can't, can't wait. wait to watch oh, it because yeah. it's going to be a disaster from day one. And everybody oh, yeah. knows it. Very and we're all going to sit there and be like, yes, we're all wicked smart because we knew this was not going to work. <laughs> I bet Eagles fans are ecstatic about that. Oh, yeah. Imagine if he turns out to be awesome on the commanders. <laughs> how fucking ridiculous that would be. No, I would hate that. Would that would hate. be the it'd most be, shocking thing of the season. It'd be Kristaps Porzingis all over again. <laughs> We're like, oh, the Knicks just drafted this fucking seven foot Latvian guy that we've only <laughs> seen playing against like folding chairs. He's gonna be fucking awful. And then he came in and he was, like, <laughs> he dominant. Slays, yeah. <laughs> We're like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Knicks. This, this, yeah, be this is the goddamn Knicks. <laughs> well, who does better? Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, without a doubt. I think Matt Ryan could have a good year. Matt Ryan might making take the him playoffs. as a fantasy, yeah, fantasy sleeper. Matt Ryan's making the playoffs with that team. Yep. Their offense is sneaky good. AFC, though. It's gonna be tight in the AFC. It is. Not in the AFC South, though. Yeah. I mean, well, they're Jacksonville. Be- Jacksonville could turn around. They signed uh Christian Kirk to a fucking $20 million <laughs> a year contract. The dumbest million. shit ever. Yeah. They said they basically tried to do what the Patriots did, but just signed a whole bunch of mediocre guys for the Patriots yeah. money. You know? Dude, I looked up that that Christian contract deal looks like he has like dirt on the owner or something because <laughs> it there's no way anybody that knows anything about sports looks at that and goes, yeah, this makes sense. He has this, he has like, he's like a top 10 paid uh, receiver in the league now. Yeah. Where did he used to play? Cardinals. Exactly. Yeah, like that. That, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Where did he used to play? He's exactly. never had a fucking thousand yard season in his career. To be fair, I like Christian Kirk. I would have loved him on the past. He would have been good, but not at I mean, having said that, the didn't the Jaguars have like stupid amounts of money? So I mean, you got it. You got to spend it somewhere, right? That's the only it's, thing that makes sense to me is that like no one wants to go there because they're in such shambles that they have to like right. super overpay to get anybody to sign. Yeah. Well, just trade for. Tyreek Hill and throw him even more than that. Whatever. That's what I'm saying. 40 million. He got go. Yeah. Go get Devonte Adams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure you've got the draft capital and the money. You always have the money. Who's their coach. Uh, fuck. Um, Urban Meyer. 
There's some awesome stories about Urban Meyer this week. Do you see those? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's Doug yeah. Peterson. Didn't know who uh, Aaron Donald was. Who's <laughs> <laughs> was this 99 guy? He's something we should probably watch. Be real. It's got to be a hit piece. It has to be, but I, I just, know. I really want it to be true. So I'm believing I'm, it. I'm going with it. <laughs> yeah. Jack's coach is Doug Peterson, by the way. Really? Yeah. Doug. Mm-hmm. So he'll be one of those, you know. They also signed Zay Jones for 10 million per. Oh, that guy's never been. <sighs> nope. He averaged 32 yards a game. <laughs> in his best season <laughs> uh, yeah this is this will be good i'm uh i think the chargers can be sneaky good i like their moves oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah jc there's something wrong there though that they it's a couple years in a row now that they've had like a really good team on paper and there's something that's not working coaches but it's staley's like kind of i mean He's yeah, he's supposed to be a he's got a vision. He seems like he's like a the players like him. Right. He's pretty forward thinking. Like game day, you know? Yeah. But he, he know. yeah, he it's blew enough. it last uh last year, right? And yes. He, uh, right at the end of the season to to not make the playoffs. Wasn't that him? Yeah. Where, they, well, he had to play for a tie to make the playoffs, him and whoever they were playing. Yes. The Raiders, maybe. The Raiders, yeah. And if they tied they that, that game. The yeah. Steelers would miss the playoffs. Right. Was like, oh, it's definitely not going to happen. And it was like, that game was awesome. Three quarters of the way through overtime. And he's <sighs> stupid. Do, stupid. The, do the Chiefs make the playoffs? Yeah. Yes. Why are you so confident? They have like the hardest division of football. It's true. Yeah. Ross of the Broncos now. And if they start out like they did start out this year, we kind of just say the Chiefs are the Chiefs. They have no receivers, really. Yeah. I don't know. I think they have a really good coach and a really good quarterback, and to me, that means playoffs. Like, it'll be hard for the – you're going to have to have two wild cards come out of there. They're going to have to beat all the other good – That division is going to be so sick. I can't wait to watch that. Though, yeah, those division games are going to be worth watching. I hope they get, like, every Sunday night game. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. It really should be primetime. Juju day. to the Chiefs, right? Yes. Yep. I think that might be a sneaky good one. That's a good uh well him in uh fantasy sleeper pick there. Yeah, him, him and, and uh Valdez Scanling yeah. too. Oh, he sucks. He's just fast. But yeah. now the Packers don't have him, so it's gonna be fun. Have you heard um the USFL uh rule chain or I guess rules that are different? You know, they could like, try them out in USFL. Yeah, yeah. Like they did with well, XFL, right? Yeah, I wrote a couple down because I thought right. they were pretty interesting. I'm listening. So one of them is the onside kick thing option <laughs> that we've talked about where it's the fourth and 12 from your own 33. Oh, interesting. You can do that in lieu of an onside kick. Okay. I personally love that one. I think I that's mean, a yeah. great idea. I just feel like you take it every time, but okay. Fourth and 12 from your own. If, yeah. you, give, if you don't get it, they get the ball in your 33-yard line. Yeah, 12, 12 yards is long. You're fucked too. All right. Less chance of even getting that downside kick chances are so low. Yeah. Well, they're, they've they've yeah. done the math and it's. I'm sure they've done the math. That's why it's that's why it's fourth and twelve and not fourteen. Exactly. Yeah. Um, a three point conversion. How's that work? From the ten yard line. That should be from the twelve yard line too. If you're gonna do twelve, right? You may as well just even it up. Yeah, ten seems a little close. I feel like I would just but go for that every time. When you're in, when you're going into the end zone, ten is more than like that's 
harder to get than a it's fourth more than and ten from yeah. your own thirty. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. right. Because right. you don't have to carve as much of the field. But in concept, do you like that one? be too much that's a field goal you know i feel like it changes the dynamic of strategy way too much because right now like having those like it's a two-score game those things like are hugely impactful to games and if you change that one rule you're going to change all sorts of strategy yeah which i kind of like that strategy as it is now yeah yeah yeah. and you're not really solving a problem you're just adding kind of a gimmick rule and it's like a field goal too you know it's it's I mean, if it was like uh, a 50 yard field goal for three points, I'd be like, okay, let's try that mm. for three point conversion. That Extra would be from midfield. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Justin Tucker would be the fucking MVP. Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. Okay, Hit three pointers every time. Sign him to a hundred. Well, didn't they have uh, a rule change about um, overtime as well? What's their overtime? Yeah. So the overtime one is overtime shootout. So it's similar to like a penalty kick in soccer. Where okay. each team gets three two-point conversion attempts. Okay. And then whoever has more successful ones. I see. And then you go one for one. And then you do sudden death. Yeah. Interesting. That's not too bad. That's better than what they got. Yeah. I mean, it's not for I, I think you just follow college, but and just speak maybe tweak that to But it's kind of kind of is following college. Oh, yeah, it's definitely similar. It's kind of hokey that you don't actually play right. Like it's real, basically like, yeah, it's, it's like one play to win. Which you could say about soccer or hockey, to be yeah. fair, too, right? right That's yeah. a pretty hokey way to finish yeah. a game. Yeah, I've always hated penalty kicks and shoot us, soccer. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I like college. College has got it. I don't know why you need to rethink it. Take Just fucking keep playing quarters until somebody leads at the end, right? Fuck it. Nah. Make, them, make them play for fucking three Way days at a time. Exciting. College, is, college overtime is the best. Mm. Gambling. It yeah. affects the point spreads. Yeah, the overs, overs hit way more. Yeah. Well, then just make the winning Dick. team only score by seven or whatever it is, whatever the last score is. <laughs> I saw something. I agree. I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Whatever the difference in overtime is, is what's added to the winning yep. team regular season. I like that. Score. Yeah, it's like bag toss. <laughs> okay. Or <laughs> if you both score, they cancel each other out. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. That's right. Fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's just the, whatever the, the plus so minus. You're, yeah. you're playing yes. football bag toss. Yeah. Uh, football like bag toss. <laughs> That's not bad. Out. That's not bad. Punter, punter bag toss would be sick too. Decker's <laughs> <laughs> getting a lot Dude, more than what he made. Draft punt god and just have yeah. him fucking <laughs> drop. <laughs> the second. Yeah, no, oh, so here's what you do, right? You get um, you get kiddie pools, right? You put them on the corner of each end zone. And you have the punters punt from midfield. And whoever, hits, whoever hits the kiddie pool. I love this idea. See? Yeah. <laughs> what about like what about a mind, what about a punt pass kick? But, ooh, but the ooh, same ooh, thing ooh. where it's a kiddie pool and they have to throw it. Yeah, they have to punt it and you have to have kickers. So you have three separate position do the challenge. Yep. And then, and then it's it's the bag toss scores. So it's yeah, whatever plus minus you get. Yeah, that's your final score. Love it. Three rounds, so each. <laughs> no, it should just be. I think we've already solved this. It should be um, a sumo wrestling match between the two fattest uh, assistant coaches. Isn't that what we said? Ky Jelly, though. Have and who? Control. And whichever coach pushes the other coach, like they start at the fifty, and whichever one pushes the other coach to the other opposite team's forty yard line, wins the game. Fucking Andy Reid, dude. He's going to the fucking. That's what I mean. Yeah, Belichick's got to bulk up for this shit. But they're tied together because they we don't want them like. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they're Velcro together. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
Or uh, remember the challenge? MTV's the challenge. Vaguely, where they yeah. Tied each other back to back. Yes, yes. And they had to like go, it was like a yeah. tug of war. <laughs> and, and CT just picked that dude up on his back and he was like, just walking like there. The, <laughs> and then he like threw him into the thing. Yeah. Classic CT. Himself. Classic CJ. That was a psycho. I don't yeah, know. You don't remember CT from Boston? Mm-hmm. He was like the most stereotypical Boston guy ever. Yo, just yeah. loved starting fights and being a meathead. Really just re-watch a dick, the yeah. original. Yeah. It's because they were from real world, right? Yeah, I think so. Originally? Yeah. Or road rules. Right. It was right. real world road rules challenge. Yeah. I really should rewatch <laughs> real world because that shit was wild west back in the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The original ones are fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... With all of these free agent moves, um, which Patriots game are you most looking forward to this year? I'll give you a quick rundown. Okay. At Cleveland, at Green Bay, uh, obviously home and away Miami, at Minnesota, home and away Buffalo, home and away Jets, uh, home versus the Ravens, home versus Bengals, home versus Bears, home versus Lions, at Pittsburgh, at Arizona, at Vegas, home versus the Colts. At Vegas. Yeah. At Vegas will be a good one. Yeah. With McDaniels. So now, Josh McDaniels, Raiders resurgent. Second would be, the I can't believe I'm saying this, with the Browns. I was thinking at Cleveland mm. against uh, Deshaun Watson. Where does Baker go? He still needs mm. some work. Seattle? Who's left? Yeah. Who's left? The Lions. I've heard that thrown around. No, mm. Lions are... Seattle signing uh, Colin Kaepernick. And then draft next year. <laughs> hmm. I think Seattle's got to be, right? I think he's They're signing year. Kaepernick, Steve. You've, you haven't heard this? No. Uh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> signing Pittsburgh. <laughs> Kaepernick is still getting floated as a... <laughs> I did hear that. He did one of his little thirst drafts online where he, yeah, like, he did a workout did a with uh, yeah. some Seattle wide receiver. I don't remember which one yeah. it was. Yeah. Tyler Lockett. Was it? Okay. I think Who so. might not be. There's some rumors that he's not going to be. Well, if he, if that player. happens, then we have a new number one, most unexpected. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> Kaepernick coming out of retirement after like what, five fucking years after being blackballed. Yeah. I'll put that on top of the list for That'd sure. That'd be dope. I'd love that. No, no, it wouldn't. It would be awful. It'd be, no, it'd be yeah, great because we'd have to them. listen to sports analysts talk about like politics, and you'd want to shoot yourself, and you'd be like, "God, just talk about sports for me once, please." <laughs> Why are you listening to people talk about sports, Craig? Yeah, that's that's your first problem. Listen, yeah, that's why I don't right. listen to our imagine podcast. If was, imagine if he's just wicked good too. <laughs> that would be amazing. I, I if he comes back and he just lights up the like, yeah, like, wild. He's like, like 14 and two or 14 and three. And it's just like don't you bitches. Fucking amazing. <laughs> it's Brady versus Kaepernick in the NFC championship. <laughs> no, it's Robert Griffin the third versus Kaepernick. <laughs> it's Kaepernick. No, have you seen Boston RG3 lately? At a, in the uh Super Bowl. Did you see uh it was like RG3 and um Andrew Luck? Was it Super Bowl or something? Or maybe, oh, maybe it was like um, a college playoff football game or something. They were like commentators or something. It was a picture of him. Yeah. No. Andrew Luck looks Andy rough. Does he? Um, 
Yeah, he had uh, kind of looked ugly. He had the Greg Brown mustache though, and he's lost like a shit ton of weight, and he's just like all head now. He looks. I love Andrew Luck. Let me see if I can. Yeah, let me see if I can share this. Oh, speaking of your mustache, Greg, I heard that you dyed it. Uh, yeah, I tried. (laughs) What do you mean you tried? I well, I got the um what whatever for men, the one you get the gray. Yeah, yeah. And I did that. And it kind of worked, but not really. Robert Griffin the third looking like a snack. Yeah. He looks like and he looks he looks looking like, very well put together. Right. Lost a lot of that football weight. He's lost a lot of weight. RG3 is looking real good though. Look at that, man. Wait, stress. That's a nice fitting suit. And he look looks like he's dressed like me. <laughs> not like he's going on national TV. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's always been his thing, right? Oh, Andrew looks looks like, looks like he didn't on. realize he was going on television that day. Good like somebody, so he's got like the uh, the collared shirt on, but then like a jacket that's probably not his over it. <laughs> yeah, I can and so see somebody's that. like, "You should probably go." You should, like everybody else is wearing a jacket. He's like, "I don't have one. Can I borrow yours?" And just All like chucked it off from golf earlier. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> I, th- I thought this was just like a casual thing. Like, no, this is like, I love it. Do you give a shit? This is college playoffs for national television. You're going on ESPN. It's like, oh, oh, okay. Can I borrow your jacket? <laughs> no, they're probably like, you need to wear a jacket. He's like, I do. <laughs> Why? What? This shirt's comfortable. And he's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck well, it. I'm trying to live, our, uh, live his life at RG3, spending an hour, you're looking like a snack. Which glasses? These glasses or these glasses? Oh, here we these go. glasses or these glasses? Hey, whatever floats your boat, you know? Like, I bet RG3 likes that shit, and Andrew Luck doesn't. So let them dress how they want. Correct. Oh, Greg, that's very understanding of you. Thanks, Steve. Especially for you. That Look at that mustache. Yes, mustache is pretty sweet. Oof. So and the 5 o'clock shadow. Do you know what he's doing? How long did you have it dyed for? Did you dye it and it came out bad and you immediately shaved it off? Because you don't have it anymore. See what the quote says there from RG3, Steve? Let's use words to build bridges, not walls. Okay? Steve, thank you very much. Look at me. I'm a a You're just trying to deflect from your mustache, Greg. I know your fucking moves. Answer my question. (laughs) What? (laughs) What Give me more about the dying situation. I tried to die using the, (laughs) the old man gray beard shit. And how did you not take photos of this and send it to the Because it didn't really chat? work. It didn't like make it very dark. You didn't double down like that and get some pink? No, it's a whole process. You got to like, you got to put the paint together, mix it, and then you paint <laughs> your shit. And then you got to like ex- at exactly five minutes, wash it off. So it was this whole thing. And I was like, eh, it didn't work. Fuck it. And I threw it all away. And then I shaved it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's typical. So who's paying the mortgage now? It's a good question. That's for sure. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> stocks are going down. Uh, yeah, the shareholders are very. I displeased. shaved it, and then all of a sudden, Russia invades Ukraine. It's weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking uh, didn't feel threatened anymore. In an unrelated note, Kelly now has an OnlyFans where she takes pictures <laughs> of her feet. <laughs> so if you're a foot guy. <laughs> Only Plot at onlyfans.com slash <laughs> Kelly's Kelly Brown's feet. 
Plot twist is just Greg gross yeah, ass. It's, it's, it's actually great. Disgusting Greg. from his years of soccer cleats. I have very delicate feet. Not a disgusting chance. Disgusting feet, Greg. Your feet yeah. are gross. No, they're not. You have when gremlin I had a girlfriend feet. In high school, she just got a digital camera, and you had this gigantic patch of dead skin on the ball of your foot. And you took yeah. a colored pencil, oh, I've done that. put it through one end, slid it under, and poked it out the other end, and then took a picture of it. Yeah. The hell out of yeah, here. The- is that when like the whole she like found out later when she was going through her photos of like her time at our house and was like what the fuck is this is that when like the whole like the skin on the entire ball of foot comes loose yeah yeah i've had that yeah. that shit's kind of sketched yeah. it's awful yeah i've had it a few times indoor soccer is what does it never had it the fucking shitty turf yeah i don't get that anymore i've seen it because yeah, i saw a picture it's awful it hurts well apparently you can put a colored pencil through it so that's cool oh you definitely could uh, usually you have to drain it too, which is also a good time. Maybe that's why Greg had the colored pencil in the first place. Could be. Yeah, pop it. There's another video out there where it's like there was a flap coming off of it, and I drew a little smiley face <laughs> under the flap. And there's a video where it's like peekaboo, peekaboo with a smiley face. <laughs> just a dead skin peekaboo door. You're just oh, fucking a weird dude, Greg. <laughs> That one was cool. All right. Okay. On that note, yeah. <laughs> I think I think we've we've driven this into the ground. Um, give me your best and worst for you going first. 2004, week 13, the blowout in Cleveland. The blowout by the Bay. I don't know. Is there a Bay in Cleveland? I'll go with it. The blowout in the Browns. The Browns blowout. Yeah. So. The brownout. The brownout. I'm, I'm just gonna give you my best and worst from free agency. I figured. That's why. That's why you're going first. All right. I'll go first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. All right. All right. My best. Jacoby Myers resigning with the Pats. That's my dude. Has he? Uh, yeah. One year deal. Signed as tender. Oh, okay. Beautiful. One, yeah. One year deal. Love it. He's the fucking man. NC State product. Okay. Does the dirty work. I'm his big. I didn't know you're a big Jacoby stand. Oh yeah, I am a Jacoby stand. Gotta be. (laughs) You don't have to just like make it one word. You know that, right, Steve? (laughs) I know. I like that. Okay, all right. You do realize (laughs) every time you say it sounds like a country this way. It sounds like Afghanistan, exactly. Yeah. Cooler. All the all all like the cutting edge K-popers are doing it. Can you name all the stands, Steve? (laughs) Uh, Stan Van Gundy. Afghanistan. Uh huh. Stan Van Gundy. <laughs> Stan from South Park. Uh, Stan, that Eminem song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your worst, Greg? Well, I, one more thing about like fans being names and stuff. Did you ever hear when uh, Justin Bieber visited Anne Frank's house and he wrote in the guest book, I would have liked to think that Anne Frank would be a believer. <laughs> <laughs> like about <a> tough luck. <laughs> I mean, she's probably poor guy. He was like, I mean, 13. in his defense, she's right in his demographic wheelhouse. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he was like 13 at the time, so it's like I'll give him a break. I think Kim Kardashian talking about how people need to work hard is probably more <laughs> a bigger. Oh yeah. She's she's the worst. That one's tough. Yeah. yeah work harder. Awesome. Make more sex takes. Come on, people. Right. Yeah. All right, my worst is Aaron Rodgers putting us through all this crap just to stay where he is. And sign a massive fucking contract when he says all he wants to do is win. Yeah, oh yeah. And it's not about the money. And apparently he knew about Devontae Adams before he signed the deal too. So like, okay, dude. What happened to this whole like, I want to like 
Yeah, keep the team together. Yeah, keep run it back. Strong team. Yeah. Oops. Dude, he's a he's a dumbass. What happens with Jordan Love? Yeah, they're gonna trade him. I think he's still there. Jordan Love to the Seahawks. Grapple two point. There's an idea. Jordan Love. Where does he go? Seahawks. Seahawks. 49ers. No, they got Callum Kaepernick. Buccaneers and the Bucks trade Brady to the 49ers. See, that's what I thought. I had heard that that Brady was wanted to sneak back into San Francisco the area. He's yep. pulling the Gronk where he's right. like fake retire and then yeah. get leverage. Trade me. Trade him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it might still happen. That'd be cool. I, I, I would much rather. I think that would be a good idea for San Francisco. I'd much rather Tom Brady come back and play for a different team than run it back with the, with the Bucks. Like, I don't give a fuck yeah. about the Bucks anymore. Like he, yeah. he's done that. I don't think he does either. And Arians is a garbage coach. And if you get rid of, if you trade Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy you give Jimmy. Trey Lance another year because it sounds like he's still pretty raw, yeah. and then you give Brady a chance to play in front of his his hometown. hometown. Like that mm-hmm. seems like a a, a win win win. Yeah, win win. Let's make it happen. Win. And then Jordan Love to the Bucks with Baker Mayfield backing him up. It's <laughs> 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 QB competition, Greg. Dude, I want Baker to go to Detroit because I think they just fit from a personality standpoint. That feels right, actually. Yeah, with you know, his name he, he like on a fuck you tour and like was the name Dan play? Williams or something as the, as the head coach there? Dan Quinn. Dan mm. Quinn, yeah. like your kneecaps off. That's the, exactly. Yeah. He probably love him too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the whole state of Michigan would love him. It's Dan Campbell though. Dan Quinn's the guy from the Falcons. That's so Dan Campbell. Uh, yeah. All right, Steve, give me your best and worst. My worst is Dylan's fumble where he like. Mm. Got brushed by one guy's index finger and fumbled it. Yeah, it was tough look. Super soft for such a hard runner. It happens. Yeah, it happens every once in a while. Like we've, I've seen more fumbles this season from Corey Dillon. Than I remember. Like he's and put the ball on the ground a few times. Is at one point Josh McCown had no Luke McCown. Luke. Luke had one completion to each team. I am your father. His first few <laughs> completions, he's really spreading the ball around. <laughs> Well, speaking of spreading the ball around, um, this isn't my best. It's just a stat. Uh, they showed a picture of um, the receivers for the Patriots this season. Um, any guesses on who the leading receiver is so far this year? I was a little surprised. I saw this mm-hmm. Dave Patton. No, he is number two. 31 catches, 556 yards. Deion Branch. He is two, three, four, fifth with 19 catch, 262 yards because he's been hurt for a few weeks. Daniel Graham. Week. Daniel Graham is third, 24 catches, 296. Kevin Falk. Fourth, 23 catches, 200 yards even. David Givens. Givens is number one, 50 catches, 760 yards so far in the season. I think Deion yeah, Branch yeah. makes a comeback. But 50 yeah. catches already on the season. From? From? Notre Dame. Dame. Givens? He's from Notre Dame. Oh, right? I was thinking Branch. Oh, yeah. Branch from Louisville. Troy Brown from? Man of renown. From? Marshall. Marshall. Same as... Uh, so what I, I've decided I'm going to do... I'm going to try our damnedest to get Troy Brown on the podcast by the end of this season. Which Wait, is probably going to be like 2026. already, Andy? What the 2026 by the time that this this season ends by the way that we're losing episodes but yeah 
So, uh, and I want to ask him if he had anything to do with uh, Randy Moss coming to New England because they both went to Marshall. Well, obviously you want Trey Brown. I thought that's the whole point of this thing was to get Trey Brown on. Yeah, but I, I'm putting a concerted effort into like actually making this happen instead it's of just wishing it. Coaching. What does that mean? Just send him tweets? Yeah, well, I'm gonna, all the people that we've talked to will be like, oh yeah, I, I talked to Trey Brown once in a while. I'm going to hound him until they actually... Reach out to him. It's going to be impossible. You know what they say, Andy? It's not who you know. It's who you blow. <laughs> well, you'll this be back at some point, Craig. So I'll, uh, I'll just coordinate that with you. <laughs> is that why you had to get rid of the mustache? <laughs> hey, this is my joke. Let's not turn this around, okay? <laughs> Too late. Uh, oh, and just to round out the the, the um, rest of the receivers, after DM Branch, Troy Brown, 13, catches 145. Patrick passed the fullback. 11 catches, 103 yards. Yeah. 10 yards a catch. Patrick Passel's legit. He's not, he's, he's not too shabby. Uh, so my best is Troy Brown had an interception this game. My worst is that I didn't watch long enough to see it. So I'm going to have to go back and finish <laughs> watching this game. Stupid fucking blowout. So it was a, it was a punt return. What? You know, one of those ones where the guy just throws it straight up and he just like oh, yeah. falls in his lap. Yeah. Hey, an interception is interception. And who better to catch a punt return? Exactly. That's a good point. The Troy Brown. Am I right? Oh. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Then Troy Fitzgerald Brown. Fancy. Oh, also, Andy, you really missed an opportunity not naming your son Chadwick Pennington. Brown. <laughs> Why would I name him after Chad Pennington? Because the Chad Pennington was legit. We've talked about this. All yeah, <laughs> but I'm not naming my kid after Chad Pennington. I'm not naming my kid after a jet. That's fucked up. I'm so I am I am. He was a jet. He was a. Bill. I'm offended. A he is the reason the Patriots missed the playoffs those two those two years. The only Chad time the Patriots missed the playoffs is because yeah. of. It's out of respect. Nope. That's fucked up, Stephen. I may as well name him Adolf Hitler out of respect <laughs> because fucking I don't know. Like that's just stupid. Because he was such For a good theory. foe in World War Two. Okay, so now Chad Pennington. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I did you fight hard for. Yeah, you guys I did fight hard for Troy is at least a middle name, but didn't happen. So, it's tough. Yes, I'm but. naming my kid Genghis Khan. Brown. <laughs> no, Craig, you got you got to use my middle name idea. Rice so peel off. Middle name. What is it? What's your middle name? What? You make their middle name, what's your middle name? <laughs> so then when the kid is in elementary school and gets asked, what's your middle name? They say, what's your middle name? And they say, my middle name is David. What's your middle name? He goes, what's your middle name? And they go, I'm not. I just told you my middle name. What about if it was just like, who? Yeah. What's your middle name? Who? You're I also you. thought about shades of brown, like nut, hazel, <laughs> light or dark. Mm. Poopy. Yeah. Gerald Poopy Brown. Oak. Uh, all right. Do you guys have any other, uh, anything else you'd like to talk about? Yeah, go uh, U.S. men. Watch them tonight, 10 p.m. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. I accidentally ate tacos for dinner. I fucking blew it. Craig, South Italy is your fault. But Italy's out of the World Cup because they lost to uh, North Macedonia. Correct. Oof. So there's your soccer talk for the day. Yep. All right. Next week. So much better than South Macedonia. Oh, fuck South Macedonia. <laughs> the worst. Why would you call your t- why a country North Macedonia? There's no 
There's no South. There's no East and the West. <laughs> right. Just call Macedonia. <laughs> yeah. Just like West Virginia. Fucking idiots did. Not only, not only Virginia's is, at least got Virginia, but yeah. yeah, but you don't name a whole nother state, West Virginia, because it's well, not like there's an East Virginia. Virginia. It's just Virginia. Well, but you need Virginia to distinguish it from Virginia. Virginia. But Virginia already has a West. So what if you're in Western Virginia and then you cross the border to West Virginia? That's fucking confusing. And there's not enough schools in either of those states for that to, that to work at all. Their, their educational funding is horrible. How do you know that? Yeah, what do you mean? Northern Virginia has like one of the richest zip codes in the entire country. And Western Virginia I'm talking Western has- Virginia. One of the highest <laughs> drug overdose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the yeah, highest, the highest methamphetamine per use per capita in the country. No, no, no. That's Manchester. It's not Hampshire. meth. Yeah, that's Manchester. No. Manchester yeah, is the meth. No, we have uh, what Methchester. No, what's Manchester hair? Uh, <laughs> what's the what's Very the drug? like animal. I know what it is, Andy. You're talking about Manchganistan. <laughs> I'm actually talking about Manch Vegas. Thank you very much. But yes. Oh no, that's not. But what's, what's their drug of what's their drug of choice though in Manchester? Um, like uh, fentanyl. 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 Same thing. Yeah, we have the highest fentanyl overdose per capita. Thanks a lot, Sacklers. Yeah, fucking right? assholes. Yeah. Fucking At least they get jerks. to keep their money though, huh? Yeah. Speaking of keeping their money, uh, Paige is playing with house money. They're now 11 and one next week. They are, oh, you were going to make a free agency joke. That would have been where it was at. Yeah. Well, I should have, but you know, cause they're, I'm trying to bring it money. back to 2004 because we haven't talked much about that this week. And our, our listener is going to be pissed. All one of them. <laughs> we talked about the Browns for a good bit. We did a little bit. Um, but, uh, that blowout, that, uh, shootout win Cincinnati Bengals winners of that come to Foxborough to play the New England Patriots. So we'll we get both teams back to back. And we'll see if they can fare better than the Cleveland Browns who brown themselves. Right, Greg? Brown their pants. What's the, what's the receiver's name? Ocho Cinco. No, the other guy, though. Marshawn Lynch. Oh, Who is your mama? Corey <laughs> Dillon's revenge game. Oh, this is a Corey Dillon revenge game. Yeah. So we'll see how that works out next week on... The Patriots Dynasty Podcast. <laughs> TJ. See you later. See you later. <laughs> Who's your mama? <laughs> <laughs>